my soul, sisters. Let me hear your flow, sisters. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow, sister. Oh. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, flow, sister, flow. This is Nappy Boy Radio <laughs> Live with your boy T Pain. <laughs> Nappy Boy, hey, You're pretty, pretty boy, boy. hey. So, we just are really vibing with these mics right now. So we think that we're rappers now. Yeah, it feels like we're in the stew. <laughs> we are in the stew. The soul season too. The topic today is going to be a wild one. She's a wild one. <laughs> and we just talk about how Taylor was like, I'm going to put on a pregame song. And then the woman of my heart put on Why Not by Hillary Duff. Why not? Why not? <laughs> It's true. Why not take a crazy chance? Today is all about opinions. <laughs> and non-factual information. And deception and having discernment and Christians and media. We are lovers of conspiracies and we're going to tell you why. Because here's my favorite conspiracy of all is the word conspiracy was created in the Nixon administration for anyone who thought differently than the government. So let that just simmer for a second. The word conspiracy is a conspiracy. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite fact <laughs> in my head. That's my favorite fact. But yeah, these opinions are our own. They don't represent anything else that we're part of. They are just our own. And we're excited to deep dive into it because we believe that there are many spiritual manipulations in the media so let's get into the thick of it tay it's just a conversation between two bestie girls who talk about this quite often y'all it's been a topic of conversation since what senior year of high school yeah i'll never forget sitting in your kitchen and your mom showed us a video beyonce, beyonce halftime yeah. performance and all the illuminati symbolism and i was just like what I was like, Mom, you're crazy. Yeah, we thought she was nuts, but shout out, Georgette. We are now on that train of thought. My mom was woke before woke was a word. And I think for this episode, let's just use the term awake because woke has so many different meanings. But yeah, we want to talk about the word awake awake. and being awake. And shout out to Madison Plika. She has a podcast called The Final Wake Up. And I just, I owe a lot of my waking up journey to her and her perspective. And she basically like helped me come back to Jesus because Mm -hmm. I thought I was awake and I thought I was in this other dimension of awareness. awareness. Yeah. I like that. That's the word that we both said, because that's the whole livelihood that we were following was just becoming more self-aware, self-aware, taking Enneagram tests, doing astrology. And then it became about becoming aware of the world that we're in Mm -hmm. and the quote-unquote matrix and being programmed and mind control and just we were looking at, okay, we've been indoctrinated. And for a while I was like, I've been indoctrinated within the church. And so I just, when I moved several different times, I was like, okay, who am I to think that everything I've ever been brought up in is a be-all, end-all truth? And so it led me to be really curious. And just to develop your own opinions and beliefs outside of what you were raised. 100%. And traveling cures ignorance. And so I just became really aware of the United States and the messaging and the programming that they try to make us believe. And so, yeah, we want to get into it. We have a lot to read. This was written by Stephen Banscar in 2017, shared by Christian Pedron at Made for Hope on Insta. 
and Love Are You One on YouTube. And then I'm also copying, pasting this from The Final Wake Up with Madison Plika. We would love to have her on eventually to talk more into detail about this stuff. But when I heard this on her show, I was like, whoa. And the fact that this was written in 2017 before the pandemic, like he has, oh my gosh, the pandemic was a time where so many people became awake in one of these different phases of awakening. So totally. we're going to talk about what these phases are. So start with phase one, Ave. So yeah, these are the four awakenings, spiritually and conspiracy theory wise. So the first awakening is what people believe they go through when they get involved in esoteric beliefs, mysticism, new age philosophy, and fringe type research for the first time. This is loosely said to be, quote, spiritual awakening to a higher state of consciousness. I definitely experienced this during 2020. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, like I'm in a different dimension. Like I have a different awareness. I'm not asleep anymore because I'm aware of certain things in the media. Working in the media industry really woke me up because I saw certain symbolism behind the scenes. So I can relate to the first awakening. Yeah. The second awakening is the discovery that the world elite are a part of a cable that intends to create a new world order and one world government. Not only this, but these leaders are malicious and Luciferian in their pursuits. This is a political awakening. I can definitely say that I've experienced that during COVID too. I think I experienced it a little bit before that because I started listening to my mom and started watching all those videos about the Illuminati. And I was like, okay, this is more than just celebrities. This is the elite, the people in government. This is like all the rich people of the world are a part of the Illuminati. It's not just Mm -hmm. like... It's influencers, it's, yeah. And another word for it is the occult. The occult. And started seeing the symbolism as well. Yeah. And they but, worship Satan, y'all. Do not. This is why we as Christians think that this is absolute truth is because it's written in the Bible. And let me just plug here the Bible. Ephesians 6 verse 12 has been ringing in my head all day. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against... The powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. And in my opinion, the day of evil has been coming. It's been here. It's been here. (laughs) It's been around. This whole world is so evil. But I really like that scripture too. And the fact that you can protect yourself from this evil. We're not here to come on here and just scare you with all these conspiracies. We're here to help you put on the armor every single day and remember what truth really is. But having the awareness of the evil, knowing how to point it out so that you are not deceived, that's what that's our goal here is just to help more people like wake up like we did. The third awakening. So the first awakening was the higher state of consciousness. Second is political. The third awakening is realizing that these people believe every single thing you believed during the first awakening. These Luciferian elites hold the same universalist, esoteric, and mystery school beliefs that you do. You just so happen to believe the same thing about reality, God, and self. It's inescapable. So this is talking about New Age philosophy. And as someone who once dibble-dabbled in both New Age and called myself a Christian— they are not the same. You cannot do same things. Yes, it's love and light, but it is actually Satan is masqueraded himself. in yeah. love and light for sure. So this is the third awakening is realizing that this new age and the satanic elites are one and the same. 
So would you say that first stage of awakening is new age, like step one? Yes. Because I think so too, because it it's that first point where you realize like, this is such a dark world. Like I hate this place. Yeah. I need to find my higher self. Like yes. I need to become more self-aware. Listen to, listen to your quote unquote spirit guides. The spirit guides, the astrology, understanding more about who I am as a person, who's my spirit, becoming more self-aware in all these different ways. I know for me, like I was heavy into just like understanding my Enneagram and I'm not saying the Enneagrams are demonic, but I was like leaning in on understanding myself through something that wasn't from the Bible because I just wanted that higher self-awareness. For sure. And that's what I was craving. And I know a lot of people are running that as well. Okay. The fourth awakening is realizing that a false peace, a new world order and the one world government religion under spiritual idolatry and remembrance of the mystery school beliefs and practices of Babylon was predicted in the book of Daniel and Revelation thousands of years ago that Jesus warned us of this specifically. There are many people who don't mess with New Age beliefs because they know that it's the exact same stuff the Illuminati, the illuminated ones in the Masons believe. Yes, that's why as Christians, I think we're so susceptible to conspiracy theories or just theories, whatever you want to call them, because it's been written in the book of Daniel. And Babylon, I believe mm -hmm. we're in a digital Babylon. And this is something I also read from, shout out John Mark Comer in his book, Live No Lies. So the world's leading expert on deception is Dr. Timothy Levine. He spent years conducting hundreds of interviews with everyone from police officers to CIA agents. His conclusion, even the most intelligent human beings are terrible at lie detection. Through his research, Levine developed the truth default theory to explain that humans default to truth. We assume someone is telling us the truth unless there is sufficient evidence to the contrary. The journalist Malcolm Gladwell summarized truth default theory like this. We do not behave, in other words, like sober-minded scientists, slowly gathering evidence of the truth or falsity of something before reaching a conclusion. We do the opposite. We start by believing. And we stop believing only when our doubts and misgivings rise to the point where we can no longer explain them away. I think it's just proof that like humans want to know truth. We crave love and light. We want yeah. to understand. We want to have beliefs like it's in our making and you, that's human. Okay. What are some of the misinformation? What are the lies that we believe to be true? The New Age is a religion of the New World Order. It's the religion of the Illuminati, the religion of the Freemasons. It starts with ancient Egypt, then Babylon, then goes up the ages with mysticism and theosophy. And it gets mishmashed together and diluted a little bit to give us the religion of the New Age. It's cool because nobody really thinks that New Age is a religion. Uh-uh. But you're worshiping something. Yeah. And because there's no church that you go to or... There's no leader specifically like a pastor or anybody speaking on the truth. It's just like there's so much freedom in it that but it's false it's, freedom. Right. But like people are attracted to that because there's no one like giving them a set of rules. Yeah. And it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I remember when I was in it, like it was for, you know, a short period of my life. But I remember when I was in it and I was being fed that stuff. The people who were giving the information were like, you're going to go through four stages of waking up and one of them's just going to feel 
like a ton of depression and that's okay. That's the part of waking up. And they would justify. Wait, really? Yeah. They would Wait. justify the feelings of depression and anxiety and just be like, these are your spirit guides helping you to no like way. unshed. Yes. People are so deceived and they think that the depression, the darkness is like part of the just part waking of the experience. Up. Yeah. So what were your thoughts on that? Were you like, okay, I'm just going to go through no. it? At that point, I was like, okay. Like, I, I had scripture imprinted on my mind. I was like, Like, this know, is not of God. Burden is easy and his yoke is light. Like, why would you want to follow something that gives you depression and says, this is a part of the experience? Yeah. And God is not a God of confusion. Like, that is the enemy. And if there's, if you're feeling conflicted or, like, you have two different beliefs. I have friends that are like, I don't know, like one foot in the new age and one foot in Christianity. And I'm like, if you're feeling just confused, that is not of God. And Jesus is really clear. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. He doesn't say, hey, I'm some of it. I'm a good hippie dude and I'm some of it. Like I, (laughs) I'm the way. Like if you want to get to heaven, if you want to go to God, which everyone in my opinion who is following the stars and worshiping the universe, like they're open up to spiritual forces. It's the wrong spiritual forces though. There's a reason why people say that they have demons or that they're experiencing spiritual warfare. Yeah. I think spiritual warfare in this book, Live No Lies, it says the term spiritual warfare wasn't actually used by any of the New Testament writers. That doesn't make it bad. It just makes it easy to import our own, at times, faulty ideas into it. Case in point, when we hear spiritual warfare, most of us think of something like World War II, where two massive nations fight out on land and sea and air. This imagery doesn't remotely fit what scripture has to say about our fight with the devil. In biblical theology, of spiritual warfare, the devil has already been defeated by Jesus on the cross. I like that. Paul put it bluntly, he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross. So instead, it's saying, imagine a Russian hacker holed up in St. Petersburg programming bots and algorithms based on data harvested from Facebook, Google, and the corporate capitalism. Those algorithms can work out when we are most emotionally vulnerable and susceptible to manipulation, then inject an emotion-loaded News story, alert, or link into your feed at just the right time to prey on your fear or desire and index you toward the desired behavior, opinion, or view. And I know there's people listening maybe who are like, the same could be said about what you're thinking. The thing is, is that what we're going off of is ancient truths that were written 2,000 years ago. It's not about modern culture wars. It's about, no, no, it's written in the book. Like, our fight isn't against flesh and blood. It's about It's for the spiritual forces of darkness. And the irony is that as those who begin to dabble in the occult are conditioned to view themselves as awake, they're actually stepping deeper into the beliefs and values of the new world order they believe that they're opposed to. Does it really make sense to be against the new world order and be involved in the same Egyptian and Babylonian mystery school beliefs as they are? To use the same exact symbolism, to advocate transhumanism, to be against the new world order, but believe that we should have one world religion where self is God do that thou wilt under love shall be the whole law. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Or self is God. Yeah. I feel like that's part of the whole new world agenda is teaching you that you are God. And you, like, I don't want to talk about self-love, but that's every time I think about it. That's where Talk about it. I think that we're taught in our society that self-love is the best way to experience peace, but I feel like the best way to experience God's love and true peace is by loving others. Yeah. 
If you're hurt in relationship, you're going to heal in relationship. Yeah. Self-obsession. And it just tends to, you become your own idol. And I don't know, there's just so many false teachings with that, especially from people on the internet who are teaching these different self-love practices. Yeah. And I think loving yourself and loving who God created you to be is beautiful. And Jesus wants you to love yourself. God created you. He wants you to love his handiwork. And there's a really fine line between self-love and self-obsession and believing every day self-love club. There's a difference in like saying your affirmations and helping you to gain confidence, knowing your identity, but as a speaking truth into your life, but not becoming self-obsessed. Yeah. And as a Christian, I'll always live by the saying, God first, other second, I yeah. am third. There's right. a whole movement a, of the, I am third. The whole movement of humility. Where is that at? Like yeah. there, that is not taught in our society. We're taught mm-hmm. to be obsessed with ourselves, to only prioritize ourselves. And I feel like that is Satan's agenda. He's 100%. not asking us to worship him. He's asking us to worship us. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's why I know some denominations don't celebrate birthdays is because it's the worship of the self. And I'm not completely against that. I'm not. I've never been obsessed with birthdays, but I still celebrate it. (laughs) So all this to say new ageism is not an awakening. It is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy of a one world religion, emergence of Babylonian idolatries and a false peace under the rule of the Antichrist. The last awakening This is the final awakening. Because I've always been like, okay, I'm awake. Is there another thing I'm going to learn? Because, sheesh, this is a lot. The final awakening, which I realized, and this is where it all makes sense of where I just ran back to God, but the final awakening is realizing that it all points to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. It all (laughs) seems to be centered around explaining Christ away, making him to be someone he isn't silencing Jesus or diluting Jesus. He holds the authority in the spirit. His name has stood the test of time. The evidence for the resurrection is there, and the NDE and paranormal testimonies are there. Near-death experiences. Oh, my gosh, y'all. This book called Heaven. I I remember you talking about some book about somebody dying. and It's it's, exactly what I was thinking. It's called Proof of Heaven. Yes. That book made me just be like, whoa, because there was so much science <laughs> this guy didn't believe in god and his his explanation of heaven was just like unreal like he was trying to describe colors that don't exist but jesus is real and we live in a world clearly run by his spiritual enemy this is when things actually start making sense for the first time this mm-hmm. is when things actually become consistent and we don't have to wrestle with the fact that all the ancient cultures we believe have Secret knowledge, practice blood sacrifice. It's when we can finally rest in intellectual and spiritual integrity. Notice how the same websites that talk about spiritual awakening and the new age are the same ones that are quickest to spread misinformation about the historical Jesus, the Bible, or Christian history. It's uncanny. Here's how you are awakened. Here's the truth about God in the afterlife. Here's the truth about enlightenment and the wisdom of the ancients that we've forgotten. Just ignore the fact that the Illuminati believe what we believe, and we use the same symbolism. By the way, Jesus never existed. By the way, Jesus was a prophet teaching us the inner path to God. By the way, Jesus was an ascended master who taught mysticism. Don't believe history has been corrupted. Just trust me that Jesus isn't real and the history got it wrong. It's like what they want you to believe about Jesus. The New Age beliefs go hand in hand with a one world religion, which goes hand in hand with denying Christ, 
which goes hand in hand with the new world order. It all comes back to him because Jesus is Lord, and this is a time of deception to turn as many away from him as possible. As biblical prophecy continues to be fulfilled, the deceptions will get more intricate and severe. Please do not be fooled by this stuff and give Jesus some honest and serious thought as the Lord and Savior he claimed to be. And I just think it's crazy because I have heard people's testimonies who worked in Hollywood and they noticed all of the elites doing certain ceremonies and sacrifices and yeah, the Illuminati. And they turned to <laughs> Jesus because they noticed and intellectually thought no other religion in the world is saying this. Yeah. But the Bible has been saying that this is going to happen. It's been happening for thousands of years. If you study the Bible, you can prepare yourself for what's coming or what's already happened. You what can, is happening? It's happening you currently. You can look and see, oh my gosh, this has been written about and it's happening. And mm-hmm. that's what I think is the coolest. There's this film that I was sent couple years ago again with my awakening and it was called out of shadows and it really opened my eyes to the cia and how it works with hollywood for mind control and certain indoctrination and propaganda and programming and that really helped me wake up and even believe more so in my faith it was a first-hand account of a stunt double in hollywood who talks all about his experiences and going to a doctor who said, hey, can I pray for you? And he was like, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. And then his whole world flipped. And really? It's a good movie, you guys. I really have to see this. Yeah. Okay, going back to what you're saying about mind control and manipulations. Okay, I think whenever I started becoming awake again, I don't know. I was awake and then there was a season of my life where I just didn't want to know anything. <laughs> I was like, I just don't want to believe that Beyonce is a witch or like all of my favorite rappers and all my favorite musicians. Like I was heavy obsessed with all of those people and I didn't really want to believe anything else that like they were all wrong. And then as soon as all that stuff happened with Travis Scott at Astroworld in Houston, Texas, I lost it. And then I started following King Cat 2.0 and he educated me on the mind control with frequencies and sound and music and realizing that satan was the angel of music it just yeah. like all clicked for me and that's when i started like becoming more awake i think it was just the awareness of what was going on totally. in hollywood totally and satan was the lost angel and it makes sense to me everything is in los angeles and kanye has said that on joe rogan yeah. call him crazy i think he's just a whistleblower but that's just me i love I think he is a free thinker, and I think he's a whistleblower, and I think he's cloned. There, I said it. I don't think it's a real Kanye. I think he's for sure cloned. He's taller. Even the Kardashians. What are your thoughts on the Kardashians? They're witches, and they have mind control over people. That's why people can't look away from their crap. Just a bunch of Jezebels. And, (laughs) honestly, and the black and white symbolism of the checkerboard is all over their house, and that's a symbol. And here's another example that I've learned is uh, it's all in our music. There's certain messages in our music. XXX Extension, or whatever how you say it, Mm -hmm. he talked about how frequencies in music can lower your vibration and yeah. it can bring you down. And That's his what King Cat was saying. Yeah. And his none of his music and his sound does that. It only like elevates and makes you feel it more in like your chest and your head mm-hmm. and your shoulders and things like that. But another thing that I like to point out is if you say Lil Uzi Vert three times fast, what does it sound like? Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi 
Oh my god. Lucifer. I never knew that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're so <gasps> that just kind of gave me the heebie jeebies. That's maybe because you said that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared because no, Jesus but is with us. The more you know, you guys, like that's holy heck. I'm like mind blown by that. Ew. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I hate why do you think Jay Z calls himself Ja? Jehovah, because he's trying to be Jehovah. He's trying to be God. Yeah, like it's everywhere, you guys. Yeah. And that's why I'm a firm believer as someone who has been in the music industry. Mm -mm -mm. They all are satanic and they all are in Freemasonry and they're all their own gods. Why do you think so many celebrities either overdose or die at a certain age? So many people have died so young in that line of work. They get so sucked into that, to the sacrifices, to the, I don't even know what's going on behind the scenes, but I don't want to know. I really don't. Yeah. I've had to turn it off at some point because it's okay. I know all this, but then what? But I, I do You can't become that, overly obsessed with it. No, but I think it's important to have awareness. I think I've had so much awareness that I'm like, okay, that's, that's enough. enough. I think something else that I became more aware about was the TV shows I was watching. Like I was really becoming obsessed with Stranger Things. And now we can talk about that conspiracy too, because that's one that really rocked my world. This was recent, I guess like last summer when yeah. I started watching Stranger Things and realizing how connected it was to, do you think people know about this stuff? Do you think that people understand the reason why Stranger Things was written? No, but before you get into that, let okay. me talk yeah, about you go first. Carnelian Law is a law that you can't even Google, you guys. But really? Car no. Carnelian Law is a law. It's like law of returns, and it's basically predictive programming where they show you what they're doing yeah. so they don't get bitten right. in the butt oh, oh, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, so car look it up where you can maybe like Carnelian Law. It talks about... I'm going to show you what I'm doing to you right. before I do it. And that's pretty much every show on Netflix right now. <laughs> yeah. We could talk about Netflix in this. We could Ooh. talk. Okay. Do you want to start with that? And then I'll share sure. the stranger thing. So if you deep dive into the Netflix family history, Sigmund Freud, the father of psychology, who was really big in with sexualizing children and he had Child penis envy where he came up with this theory where women are envious of men because we don't have penises and then he had the oedipus complex where he wrote a theory about how little boys are attracted to their mother and they're, they're they want to have sex with their mothers and just really little girls want to have sex with their father up. just a complete freaking creep he's the father of psychology a ton of people have completely gone off in different paths but basically in his bloodline and in his family tree enters the people who are the creators of Netflix. And they have control over everything that we watch. And there's every single show that, oh my gosh, I want to pull up that video because I want to remember what the shows were. We can link it for you guys. It was going viral because of the suicide rates were so starting to go oh. up because of that show. Yes, it was called 10 Reasons Why. Yes, 10 Reasons Why. A glamorized suicide. Yeah. Let me just say this. If you're a mom and you're listening, there is a newsletter that comes out and it's called One Million Moms. And it talks about all of the TV shows and media things to not let your children watch because it's doing damage to their brains. So we'll link that as well because it is 
and information overloading. Yes. There's a lot, you guys, but we're not trying to bash all these things. It's just, if you're aware, you're aware. If your spiritual blinders are off, you can see it for what it is. But there's also a bunch of hidden imageries and messages. Also, Kanye West has a whole song called Closed on Sunday, and it's about this exact topic and about how media is manipulating children's minds. So take a listen to that with fresh new ears because it's all about that. And I'm going to tell them about Stranger Things. Yeah, talk about Stranger Things. Okay, so I started watching Stranger Things because I just really like scary movies, always have. And then I've been really convicted about that since watching Stranger Things. And this is why. So as I was watching the first couple seasons, I didn't really realize this is what it was. But it's tied back to MK Ultra, which is basically a historical thing that happened in America. And they were testing on humans and basically giving them psychedelics to see if they could access different parts of their brain so that they could have superpowers, for lack of better words. And they ended up finding out that putting these humans under like long extensive amounts of drugs for a certain amount of time and in solitude, they were able to access different parts of their brain and have another dimension accessible through these tests and that's actually something that really did happen in history and they were testing on kids and they ended up having all these kids in labs and ended up getting shut down but th that whole conspiracy is actually a true thing that it really did happen and then it connects back to stranger things because 11 who's like the main character is one of those kids who was born with superpower and then it connects back to do you have you seen the show i stopped watching it after season one Okay, so you really don't know any of this stuff. No. Okay, so then it starts talking about a door and a doorway that they're trying to enter because the door or the portal is the actually... Upside down? The, up, the upside down, yes, is another dimension. It's basically hell on earth. And it's giving you access, like through this portal, gives you access to go from earth, normal dimension, dimension one or whatever, to the other upside down world, which is hell. And that exact portal is a real thing happening in Switzerland. There is a portal that they're trying to... Called CERN, right? Yes, called CERN. And they are doing tests to basically create a God particle, which is... And uh, they're creating their own atom so that they can create their own universe. Basically, they're creating... They're trying to be God, and they're calling it a God particle, creating a whole other universe through this scientific lab. And they're having access to a portal just like in Stranger Things. So if you've seen the show and you saw it and you thought it was really wicked cool being able to go from dimension to dimension, that's actually really happening <laughs> in Switzerland yeah. by the elites. And I might add that exact portal was also at the Travis Scott concert in the back. And yeah. he was wearing a shirt that said, see you on the other side. So it's around you guys. It is literally in your faces. And if, yeah. you're, if, and if you're listening to this and you know everything about CERN and you have more to say, we'd love to be friends because <laughs> I can talk about this. We'd love you friends. I remember the first time I started talking about this in front of my family, they just stared at me like with deer in head, like, what the heck are you talking about? I was like, you know what? You're not my people to talk to about this. No. But when you know, you know. And it just made me so much more aware. And then it also made me stop watching Stranger Things because I started getting really freaked out and I started having these really crazy nightmares about portals and i was like you know what Dang. i don't really think that this is good for my brain and yeah. when you're watching those things it really does allow for the enemy to creep in and evil spirits to be in our, like grayson straight up said i felt evil spirits in our house after watching that show yeah that's why it's important to pray 
Lord, I rebuke every spirit that's not of you in this house in your in your name. Amen. That's why it's real. I I think it's important just to pray because you never know what spiritual what spirits you're inviting. You're, yeah, yeah, or what spiritual entity you're crossing paths with, right? In your city, mm-hmm. and so that yeah, I think it's really important to put on the full armor of God for these reasons. I think like watching specific things, listening to different things, and also like different occult like items that you might have in your house. Like I started yeah. getting rid of a lot of things. Like I had crystals. It's not that I was like worshiping crystals, but I had like crystals in my house Rocks, and just yeah. I like thought they were pretty. And I like took everything out of my house because I started thinking Tarot like, cards. yeah, yeah it's like this is inviting evil spirits into my home and I, I, I need to do everything in my power to, to protect my house. Yeah. And if you're out there and you are, you're out there. you're right there god (laughs) (laughs) no if you're listening and you have your toes dipped in new age beliefs such as tarot cards and crystals and rocks and sidekicks and you're also claiming that you're a follower of jesus let me just first say i've been there and i had my feet in both and it's when i let my faith in everything I was raised in take the back burner that is when I felt the most anxious the most depressed the most lost the most Mm. hateful like I was hateful I was not myself I was and let me just say that's when I fully realized God was just standing behind me with his arms wide open he never left he never left he knew what was happening and that's when I fully when I was on the other side that's when I fully was like oh okay I'm gonna do this faith walk totally different now. And some mm-hmm. people have to go through that because if you're like right. me, you learn by doing, not just by being told. And so I just would encourage you to really pay attention and look into the history of what you're doing. Look into the people and the practices and read the book of Daniel, y'all. If you are doing that, just do your own digging to have your own experience. Don't just take it from us. I'm sharing this because I want to help someone the way that Madison Plico with the final wake up helped me in my path and my walk. And yeah, she really truly did help me wake up. Wait, what about in history? Like the great awakening. That was like a whole era in history. Oh, you're right. Like the whole Jesus revolution. Yeah. Was, was that the great awakening? Part of it. Oh, nice. It's happened in history time and time again. Like people come to know Jesus. People come to know God. And it's happening again right here, right now. But it's also because the devil is being so loud and clear. Like he's not hiding. And if you are being blinded, like I was trying to be ignorant. I didn't really want to know until I started knowing. And now I could never live in that ignorance is bliss season again because it's given me so much more freedom knowing that I am safe in Jesus. Like I don't have to be scared to know because I'm already saved and I don't have to go to bed scared. Like that's the biggest thing. It was like, I was scared to go to bed and have nightmares. I was scared to have spiritual warfare. So I just avoided it altogether. But if you're living in that ignorance, like I promise you that there's peace on the other side of knowing and like doing your research and building that relationship with Jesus because he is the only thing that can save you. Like not ignoring it or avoiding it. Like this is something that we all need to wake up from. Totally. And that just reminded me, we could call this awakening season. Oh. Even though we realize that some people might be like, what? These girls are whack. 
<laughs> we awake though. We whack and awake. <laughs> John says to me sometimes if I'm like, I say something, he's like, baby, are you tired? Because you are awake. <laughs> the cutest pickup line. <laughs> For your conspiracy theory girlfriend. No, it's funny. But I don't even like to work conspiracy. I know. I don't like claiming that. Theory girlfriend. Yeah, we just do a lot of deep diving into what we're watching and what we're consuming, what we listen to, all of those things. We talk about that probably on every episode because it is just so dang important. And it's crazy because I really went from working in pop culture and like loving the mediocre details of these people's lives to being like, dang, y'all are like in the y'all darkness. Whack. Y'all, y'all the ones that be whack. Totally. <laughs> Okay, wait, I was listening to King Cat the other day and he, I keep talking about him because he's, you keep saying Madison Palika helped you wake up. King Cat helped me wake up because he's very intellectual. And I think that's something that Christians get a bad rap about is, oh, they're just Christians. They just think they can pray it away and everything's going away. No, no, there's so much science that goes behind like what we're saying is truth as well. And that's what I really like about following King Cat. But he had a whole story about, the frequencies of which like what we were talking about earlier, but the frequencies of music and that that really changed it for me. But something he said recently was talking about Kanye West, the son, the daughter, the child. Put North. Sorry, I don't keep up with celebrities. Never have. Never eat soggy waffles. But North was drawing a picture of something that she had a dream about. For real? Oh my gosh. It was crazy. Wait, go on. She was drawing a picture and the baby, it's a baby, five, six, I don't know, like a child. I don't know. image? No, I'm saying like she's a baby. Like she did not see, I don't know how old this kid is, but. She's at least like five. Yeah. Yeah. Like kindergarten age. And she's drawing this picture and kids do not draw pictures of things that they have not seen. Apparently. That's the thing. Yeah, they like try that to make sense. I do art therapy and play therapy with kiddos. Yeah. Even if it's like seeing it on a show, but they can like just come up with something random in their brains, like at that stage and age. That's what he was saying. And so he's saying that she is drawing a picture, a figure with no eyes. He showed it. Taylor, it's scary. It. It's so scary. It's like a dark, scary black figure with no eyes. She drew it for just drew it, and then what? How did you, how do you know about this? Because he was talking about it and talking about this demon thing that's in her dreams, basically, that she's uh-huh. drawing pictures of because she's seeing these images and these pictures or these, like, creatures in this baby's brain. And that's, like, what she's being exposed to. And, like, how scary is it that, like, this kid's getting brought up in this very, like, high demonic satanic family mm-hmm. and, like, how sad that is. Like, these kids need prayers, too. Like, these, yeah. they are not, they're not choosing this life. That's what they're born, being born into. And it's like really sad because that is a scary and dark place. And this kid's only, this is a baby drawing this stuff. And I don't know, it was just like eye-opening for me that we need to, we're not over here to just talk and bash these people. Yeah. Like I fear for them and I'm, I want to pray for North and like, you totally. know, just all those families. Totally. I, this might sound weird, but I pray for Justin Bieber and people who are believers in that world because I do think that they are under crazy spiritual demonic attack probably at all times and Justin Bieber made a Christian album in the pandemic I don't think that was an accident yeah who else is oh Kanye duh I go back and forth with how I feel about Kanye I know but that's what I think that the mainstream media wants you to feel is back and forth because he's quote-unquote bipolar and 
I think he's a whistleblower. I think he's a weird, crazy, creative, and I think he speaks in a way that sounds like babble and talks in circles. But if you're really listening to what he says and you are aware of this stuff, it it doesn't, it's not too far off. Like it doesn't sound that crazy to me. I think he's narcissistic. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, he's a little self-obsessed. He's super narcissistic, but I do think that he had a whole album of Jesus is King because he's been so deep down in oh. the rabbit hole of Satan. Speaking of that, how Eminem just all of a sudden is like rapping about Jesus. Yeah. I mean, like this stuff is, he was under contract for however long that he couldn't talk about Jesus and now he has the song out. I just think that's really cool. Like in, for the longest time, after Sunday service in Chicago, when I was like up yes. and close, I just kept on playing Kanye's song, Jesus Walks on repeat and really Jesus listening to the lyrics. <laughs> and he talks about how we're not, we can't say the name Jesus. Yeah. Let that sit for a little bit. They're not because, allowed to say Jesus in their music. But you can say what, the, it doesn't say, don't say Buddha or Allah. don't say, uh, yeah, it's just the name of Jesus. Why is that? There's power in the name of Jesus. 100%. And so that's why I'm like, I believe what I believe because there's so much against it. Like mm. the, our fight is not against flesh and blood but of the rulers and the authorities and the spiritual forces of evil. Like that verse has just been in my mind all day for this reason, because I knew we were going to so talk good. about this. And I'm not going to lie, I felt nervous to talk about this because people are going to think we're whack, but I don't even care at this point. I'm like, y'all think <laughs> I'm whack? Okay, okay. <laughs> we're also not up here trying to preach at anybody. Like we know that these are our views and our beliefs. Yeah. And we have the freedom of speech and we have the freedom of religion, which is why we're really exposed to rights through this space, because we feel like these are things that we wish we knew a lot earlier. And if we could share this with somebody and it helps you wake up, then we did our job. Yeah. Awakening season. That's why we're here. That's why we do this. I would say like something that we could take away from this is learning how to put on the body of armor every single day. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm just reading my Bible right here. It says, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Wake up, sleeper. Wake up, sleeper. Wake up from that dead. Okay, so the, the armor of God. This is Ephesians chapter 6. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand against your ground, and after you have done everything to stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled again around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith and with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whatever I speak, words may be given to me, I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. That's so beautiful. Thank you for reading that. I think this is so good to Shut remember. Shut up, Paul. Yeah. To put on that armor of God. Literally, we were talking about this in 6 a.m. club a couple of days ago. One of the questions, because we were talking about just like the enemy, like he's out there. He's so loud and clear these days. And one of the girls was like, is there like a seven-step program of like yeah. how to prepare for the enemy? <laughs> I was like, I think it's the armor of God, like straight totally. up. That's literally what it was put in this Bible to remind us to do and wake up every morning and say this prayer and put on the belt, put on the chest plate, the breastplate, the shoes, being ready. Like I, I love all of it. 
the helmet for our minds. Like we just have to be prepared and like we're preparing for war. Totally. And John Mark Comer writes, in this cultural moment of truth decay where no one can really agree on what is true and what is not, he says, I find Jesus's teachings on the devil and lies more plausible, insightful, and compelling than ever. Jesus and the apostles warn us over and over again of the dangers of lies, deception, false doctrine, and false teachers who are wolves in sheep's clothing. In one of his last teachings, Jesus warns his apprentices, watch out that no one deceives you. He then warned that false prophets would deceive many people, and because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, pointing forward to a reality we now inhibit. The New Testament writers followed up Jesus' warnings with the upwards of 40 more warnings of deception Hmm. in the Bible. 40 warnings, especially in the areas of sexual immorality and false teaching. Yeah. Here are just a few examples. Oh my gosh, can I read that? Yeah. Do not be deceived. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. Evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. At one time, two are foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere, pure devotion to Christ. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. Paul writes about those who exchanged the truth about God for a lie and people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Suppress the truth by their wickedness. That Ooh. Why did that like really convict me? That's what, that's like what we've been talking about. Oh my gosh. The truth has been suppressed with lies that seem more... Attractive. Fluffy to mm-hmm. believe. Yeah. Fluffy. It definitely makes sense about the sexual immorality thing because that is so glamorized in our culture. We could talk Sex about that sounds. for a whole nother day. But Jude warns us about false teachers mm-hmm. who have secretly slipped in among you, who pervert the grace of our God. In Revelation, the unholy trinity of the apocalypse are masters of dis- disinformation. The false prophet and antichrist deceive and delude and lead astray the nations. Satan himself deceives the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. We're living in Satan's playground, right? (laughs) 100%. 100%. And Jesus has already won, though. That's the thing. He's already won the battle. And yes, we are preparing for battle. Yes, we're preparing for war. We're putting on the armor, but he's already won. And that's why it's so important to just to have your focus so fixed. Do not get distracted by all of these lies and the deceit and this disinformation like that is so good because we can be very easily distracted in our day and age with our phones with the media with the things that are attractive with our own sin with our own flesh it's written in the text 40 times yeah (laughs) the devil and deceptive ideas go hand in hand and if you're falling for that deception then i mean you it's not too late it's never too late to start following him Totally. So the devil is a liar. His native language is lies, but it's also just sprinkled with a little bit of lies. So it mostly feels like it's truth. And that's where I'm like, okay, even for myself, because I am attracted to other theories, I have to be like, okay, Lord, like you're the ultimate truth. Why am I even getting caught up in this mess? You're the ultimate truth. I know these are 100% truth because you say you're the truth. So help me to not be distracted by these maybe possible deceptive ideas. That's good. And that's why I think it's been so much more fulfilling. And like I walk different. I talk different. I hold myself differently is because I'm filling my mind with truth, truth, whether it be music, scripture, community, all of this stuff. And it's just so much more attractive to me 
because I know that the earth is not my home and I'd rather just live for something that is eternal isn't here I said this quote the other day that Grayson wrote down me as this little ooh speak it girl I was not planning on it being a quote but I said I don't live to make this life the best life possible but to make the next life possible for others oh Taylor that is a you like that? Yeah. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. I don't live to make this life the best life possible, but to make the next life possible for others. Dang, girl. Was that deep or what? That's so that came deep. from me. Like, it was really surprising. <laughs> In quote, Taylor Colfer. 2022. <laughs> Trademark. Wait, it's 2023. 2023. Whatever year it is. The time has been flying by. Totally. But yeah, no, I think that's just been my mindset this whole year. Like ever since we launched the Soul Season podcast, since I went all in with Soul Society and ministry and everything, like I don't even care about this world anymore. All I think about is heaven. I was talking to Avery and John a double date the other day, and I was reflecting on just like my focus and the things that I used to really care about. Like I told you guys on the last episode, I wanted to be a travel blogger and I wanted to have all these fun experiences and just to be able to live my life to the fullest and to just go and travel literally 24 seven and have like life at my fingertips and not have any worries. And so it's just crazy. Like looking back at that, like I, yes, I still enjoy traveling, but that's not my sole focus of this life is to experience all the things in this world. My goal in life is to see those amazing colors in heaven Mm -hmm. that is what i'm so stoked for is like the eternal life that i get to just relish and just be i don't know immersed with all of the beauty that god has for us in this eternal life that is so much more important to me than traveling now it's crazy like how much your focus really changes and shifts like when you start going all in with him yeah we serve a god of transformation Yeah. And that's such a small thing about, oh, I cared so much about travel, but that was like what my whole life was about. It was so shallow. And now I'm like, I don't even care about this life. (laughs) Like, I don't care if I never leave my house as long as I'm following Jesus. Like I'm fulfilling like my destiny. (laughs) I have to say that traveling the world is negative. Yeah. No. God created it. He probably wants you to see a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But like for different purpose, like mine, it's not just to say I've been to all these cool places. Yeah. I also think it's cool when people travel the world with purpose to spread to, awareness yeah, of to serve. the gospel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. That's like a whole nother thing. Totally different than like what my, intens- now, my intentions were. <laughs> totally. But these are not conspiracies. These are just our transformation. They're just theories. Remember? But I feel like that's a wrap. I don't really have any other things <laughs> to share. And we would love to, continue this conversation hear your input and if you think you're crazy and we're whack that's okay we love you anyways don't make a review (laughs) don't review the podcast don't review us (laughs) or subscribe (laughs) just kidding (laughs) when's the last time you heard that do not like do not subscribe we don't care but if you do like us do be doing that (laughs) (laughs) totally it was just so comforting when i heard another girl talking about this and it woke me up like it woke me up to like oh jesus is the last awakening Yeah, and it's happening everywhere around the world. So just be aware of what's going on. And yeah, stay close to the word. Stay close to your people. Put on that full armor of God. We love you guys. And thanks for listening this far. We hope that your wheels got turning and this excited and ignited some things in you. Yeah, we love you. Bye. We out. (laughs) Yeah. We hope you found this episode valuable. If so, please share with a friend or post on your story and tag us. If there's a season you're currently going through, slide into our DM. We're bringing the social back into social media. So send us a DM at Soul SEN Podcast. Thanks for pressing play. We can't wait to hear from you.